So anyway, we've been talking about faith. We've been preaching about that and, and actually been, been uh, pushing the limits of where uh, we've taught before and, and God's taking me different places and you get to go on the journey with us and it's, uh, it's been exciting. We've getting testimonies coming back in and so we've talked about faith and how to get there and how to apply it and that God gave us faith. And, but then some of us uh, have, have come up against walls. We've come up against things like, you know, I, I'm getting it, I understand what you're saying, but it's not... It's not happening for me. I, I, I can't seem to somehow connect this. I want to, and you talk about connecting, but I can't. And the Lord showed me something, and that's why we're going to talk today about righteousness. We're going to talk about uh, sin consciousness and righteousness, because faith is still there. You can't connect because of what we're about to teach, and we're going to get that broken off you so that you can make the connection. Would that be all right? And so that, that way you can make this thing go on. So the mes- message title is right on. That's right. Right on, my brother. So anyway, we're going to talk about righteousness. You know, righteousness is a simple definition. It's God's right way of doing things. You know, and, and so that'll help you define just, well, you know, what is that? Sometimes we throw that word out there, righteousness, and we think, ah, that's just one of those big church words. It's just the right way of doing things. It's just God's way. And so we want to be able to do that. Our issue is sin consciousness keeps us conscious of sin. In other words, it, that's where the enemy messes with us. And let me just kind of, I'm trying to get us up to snuff. We've talked about the enemy messes with us in the natural realm. Say amen to that, because that's what he does. He, he gets you with your five senses. He gets you on, on things that he knows that you've done, things that you, you know, he, he brings all that up. And how could you do that? Look what you did in the past and blah, 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 blah. This doesn't look, nobody would use you. And how can you can't do that? Peter, of course you can't walk on water. You can't take five loaves and two fish. You can't feed 20,000 people. He's going to do everything in the natural just to get you not to believe what God wants to do in the supernatural. So we can't connect with the supernatural because all we can think about is natural and and we want to go there but then we can't because the enemy will convince you you're not good enough you how do you think you can do that what's where do you get off thinking that you're going to be able to do that what you did just before church or what you did yesterday or two weeks ago or 10 years ago or whatever the case is that's what sin consciousness does so what do people try to do they try not to sin to get righteous now don't lose me here because I want to I want to show you something. This is kind of our our men's way of doing thing Our you know man's system is well <laughs> If I want to be righteous then I just have to Kind of be like holier than thou, I guess and sit in a cubicle I can't do anything. So we try to just say we can't We, we were going to be good so that we'll be righteous Does that make? Kind of understand what I'm saying. I'm going to make it simple. Here's our first point. You don't get good to get God. You get God to get good. Now, I want you to hear what I'm saying. Because when, if we're just going, I'm just going to do this, that, so I will be Are you saved by your works? No. You're saved by what? Grace. And, and so faith without works is dead. So you can't earn this. You received faith. You received salvation. Everything comes that way. God gave that to you. You have to receive it. Righteousness is no different. If you think that you can earn it, then that's why you can't make the connection. You don't have to earn it. It's provided for you. Are you listening this morning? It's the nature of God. It's his life. It's his nature. When did you get righteousness? When you accepted Christ as your Savior, 
you got righteousness. God's DNA now is starting to function inside your body. Things are starting to happen because you received Christ, so He is in you. You can't work for it. When we're walking in righteousness, we don't have to feel anything. Well, Brett, I just need to feel. Can I tell you there's going to be mornings you don't even feel saved? For real? Or, or you start out saved, but you ever have one of those days that, you know, like you, you got something in your hand and you drop something and you've been down to pick that up and forget you got something in your hand. And Are you kidding me? And then you go to pick that up and you do it twice. Or, you know, you're, or you're trying to pick something up and it just, you, you're like, ah! And there's days that you just want to have wonderful words to say. So there's going to be time you don't feel like, this isn't about what you feel. This isn't about a feeling. And we have to get past it. Because remember, the enemy gets us in our natural. That's how, he, that's how he tempts you. That's how he goes after you. You don't feel. When you ever got saved, this is what happened. When you get saved, does the enemy say, you don't feel different, do you? He'll start messing with your mind. Because that's the realm of your senses. This isn't about your feelings, my friend. This is about truth. This is about fact of the word. This is about because God said it, it's done, that settles it, I'm standing there. That's when your back hurts and you're saying, thank you God by your stripes. I am healed. I'm telling you, you've already paid for that, I'm healed. It don't feel healed, does it? Well, I'm telling you what, it is healed. You don't give it room, you don't give it voice. What you starve dies, what you feed grows. When we're right with God, we just say, God, this is what I need. We need it, we believe it, we receive it, we move on. The Bible says, and I, I really believe this, the righteous are bold as lions. When we are in right standing with God, it, it gives us that, you know, man, I got God's word on it, I'm doing that. If I tell my kids, hey, go over there and get that. Well, Dad, I can't. Yes, you can. Go do that. My son, Zach, is, uh, uh, played football. I helped coach his football team when he was in junior high. And the coach put him in. I wasn't the coach that put him in. But he looked at me, and the guy he was going to be across from looked like, you know, mm. You know, and Zach had never played that position before. Gleesman, get in there. And he's, he looks back at me, and I, I pulled him up to the side. This is what I said to him. I said, this guy's going to come at you hard. He's going to come at you hard because he knows you're new and he thinks you're afraid. Zach goes, I am afraid. <laughs> I said, listen, once he, once he plows into you, you just do your best. That's the worst it's going to get. He said, what? He said, but he's going to hit me. I said, oh, he's going to hit you. <laughs> but that's the worst it's going to get. You can do that. And so he went out there and he did just that. He sat there and he looked back at me. I looked at him and he got his, in his stance. And, you know, you get that quarterback comes up there. And I'm thinking, I'm over here praying in the spirit. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, help him, oh, God. And, man, they snapped the ball. And that big old boy just pow, plowed. And, you know, they ran to play. And Zach's laying down there. He got up. He looked back at me. And I said, <laughs> I said, that's the worst it's going to get. <laughs> He's like, okay. He Coach, after three or four plays, brought him back in there. Good job. And Seth goes, I don't want to do that no more. <laughs> what I'm telling you is, this, you know, we got to understand, we got to walk in this thing. We can't work for it. So this is what we do. People try to feel righteous. 
The Bible says, no, there's none righteous, no, not one. Romans 3.10. So people thought that's the way we live on earth. We can't live. That's not it. We need to take the word for where it is and don't take it out of context. We have to stay in Christ. You can be righteous, but you've got to be in Christ. I'm going to say that one more time. You can be righteous, but you've got to be in Christ. Everything, I can do all things through Christ. I, you know, I put on the robe of righteousness. It has to be in Christ. It can't be my own robe. It can't be my own agenda. It can't be what I think is right. What I feel is right. It has to be a God thing. In Christ. Then we've got to deal with sin conscious. You know what sin conscious is aware of all the times you've missed it. The enemy's good at that. The Bible says when you confess your sin and you repent from it, that Jesus takes your sin and puts it as far away as the east is from the west in the sea of forgetfulness. He, doesn't, he, doesn't, he chooses to remember it no more. Isn't that a good choice? The enemy wants to tell you about it. Because the enemy will get you on this. He'll tell you, do this, hey, do this, do this, and do that. But he doesn't tell you the price tag with it, does he? And so then he'll burn you on the other end. He'll entice you to do it, and then he'll smack your chops on the other side. And then tell you you're an idiot. And then you've got condemnation and you have everything else. And this, listen to me, this is why we can't connect. We want faith. We want what God wants. We want to walk in that. We want it seems like somebody can receive so easy. Why can we not? Sometimes it is just us. It's not God. Now, if there's ever a short circuit, can I say this? It's not God. God is never, you know, it's like, well, God, I guess you're wrong. I think not. If there's ever any gap, it's something that, okay, what am I not doing? What did I do? How did God, what do you want me to do with this? Because that consciousness of sin gives us a gloomy outlook of our future. It gives us a a stained outlook of our past. We walk in condemnation. We don't want to walk with our head up. We don't want to walk with our shoulders back. We want to walk like, oh. And who would want what we got if we walk around like this? I don't want to walk like Walter Brennan. Some of you don't even know who Walter Brennan is. It's an old Western actor or something. Anyway, I want to I do what God wants me to do. Sin consciousness weakens our resistance to walk holy or to walk in the way God wants us to walk. Because if we are always looking back, we can't look forward. We can't see where we're walking. We can't see a clear path. We can't, we can't enjoy. You know, half of us, we struggle with enjoying. We're on our way, and it's not like we're not being obedient. But I want to have fun on the journey. You know, when you go on vacation, and I'm just speaking to myself, sometimes you just want, like, you just want to get there so you can start having fun. But if you're the driver, guys, I'm talking to you. Everybody else is like, I can't wait to go. Okay, it's going to be great. Ten minutes in the car. They're all like that, and you're, okay, God, it's just you, me, and my angel. You know, and that's kind of how you feel, you know. I want to enjoy the journey on the way. I want to just have fun on the way. I want to, you know, hey, yeah, you want to stop? Let's eat here today. Well, we've never ate there. Let's try it or whatever. I mean, whatever you need to do, but I want to enjoy it. But see, we don't because we are too busy looking behind us. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Remember, our thoughts guide our life. We want our thoughts to be godly thoughts, and we want them to be taking us where God wants us to go. 
Enemy is good at condemnation. Brett, you'll never, you can't do it. You, look what you did. Look what you've done. Da, 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 da. That's a disease. And that thing will spread if you give it life. God wants to strengthen you. And he says in 1 Corinthians 15, 34, think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. We've got to get our mind on Christ. We've got to get our mindset on him. But do you see it? People are trying to not sin to get righteous. Well, I've got to get my life right. Then I'm going to come to church. I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that. That's not how it works, man. Seek first the kingdom. If you wait till your life's right, you ain't coming to church, probably. Or you're never really going to receive what God has. And then you wonder, like, why, why can't that happen for me? And that's where the enemy gets division. You know why? It's because we start putting everything in front of Jesus. We start saying, you know, but God is saying, listen, I don't want just part of you. Brett, I want not just this. I want all of this. I want everything. I want you to be thinking about. I want, I want to transform your mind. I want to renew what you have. That was old bread. I need new bread. Remember, you don't get good to get God. You get God to get good. Got it? Romans 10, 1 and 3 says, Dear brothers and sisters, the longing of my heart, my prayer to God, is for people of Israel to be saved. I know what enthusiasm they have for God, but it's misdirected zeal, for they don't understand God's way of making people right with himself. Refusing to accept God's way, they cling to their own way of getting right with God by trying to keep the law. And there's a lot of stuff in there. I mean, we, we're not even going to finish all of this today. We're going to get through just two or three points today. We're going to finish it next week and, and just continue on and what God is doing. So we're going to get it all connected, so don't worry about this. But see, people are trying to be Mr. or Mrs. Goody Two-Shoes. I'm going to say it the best way I can. You cannot kiss up to God. It's just not going to work. Because God sees your heart. He sees your motive. He sees all of that. You can fool your boss. You can fool your, uh, you know, whoever. That's not, that's not going to work. Because sooner or later, that finds you out. Amen? So you just got to get that right. But what I'm saying is, if you... If you're kissing up to your boss and you don't like him, but you just want the promotion, you're going to have a long road ahead of you because you're going to have to keep that up to stay in that position. So you've got to be, you be sensible. You've got to say, Lord, how do you want me to handle this? What can I do? If we would become right in the eyes of God and we just receive what he has for us, Righteousness is something that's the nature of God, and it came to us by faith. We have to take righteousness by faith and a revelation of that so we can walk in it. And see, when we start walking in it, when we just start, I receive that, we become goody two-shoes without even trying because it changes our heart. This is a heart issue. If we get our heart right, it changes our perspective. So, you know, I... If our heart is wrong, our motive is wrong. Our perspective is wrong. But if our heart is like, Lord, I just want what you want. Our heart gets changed. Our perspective gets changed. And we start walking in righteousness. It's not effort. Because it's just God. And we start putting God on like we put this. You know, we just like, I want to, God, put that on. Give me that, Lord. We receive it by faith. And when we receive it by faith, then we can connect what we couldn't connect before. 
Because the enemy, I'm telling you today, the enemy's telling you, you're not good enough. That'll never happen. That just works for Brett. Can I tell you, I put on my pants just like you do, one leg at a time. It isn't because of position. It isn't because of person. He's no respecter of persons. This is because of covenant, my friend. It's be- if he'll do it for me, he'll do it for you. This is just about you saying, you know, Lord, I want everything you want. So I'm going to walk in your way because I have a desire. I have a hunger. I thirst for righteousness. I want what you want. What you don't like, I don't like. What you like, I like. Everything about you, God, I want what you got. And when we do that, it just changes. Well, Brett, if I do that, I might lose my friends. Maybe you need some new friends. Maybe they'll look at you and go, What is different? I want what you got. And then you'll show them. They might stand away for a while, but they're still going to watch you. Here's point number two. It's all about Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.17. This means anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. Old life is gone. New life has begun. Notice he's saying... Any person that comes to Christ, old things are passed away. Any person, anybody at all, doesn't matter. Old, young, fat kids, skinny kids, kids that climb on rocks, tough kids, sissy kids, even kids with chicken pox. Okay, I'm showing my age. How many remember the Armor Hot Dog song? Okay, we're on the same page. I'm just saying anyone, anybody that says, Jesus, I love you, I want to change, you change me. I submit myself to you. This isn't about, well, what do I got to do? You got to walk in it, yes, but when your heart changes, you can do that. Because your motive changes. Your, your perspective changes. You're not, God didn't want you just like for tithing. Oh, God wants us to get the, the spirit of getting. No, he wants you to understand that it's all his, and if you give more away, he'll give you more. He doesn't, he, are you catching what I'm telling you? This isn't about just trying to do something to manipulate something so that you get the better benefit. You know, can I tell you, my friend, you got the best benefit of all. You get to live with Jesus forever and ever and ever and ever. And and forever he will reign and he'll put you in charge of things. Your heart has to say, God, I want what you have. All to you I freely give. And when we do that, we walk in such a way that it changes us. And why we can't connect with faith is because we're trying to do it in the natural. We're trying to walk in the natural. Well, naturally, if I don't do this, this is good. Well, duh. You know, did your mother ever tell you, don't run with scissors? That's a smart thing. You don't want to run with scissors. But I got to tell you, I ran with scissors a lot when I was a kid and never got hurt. Moms, I'm sorry. But there's stuff that, I mean, I get it. And we can do stuff in the natural that that just makes common sense. But I'm not talking about natural common sense. That's just common. Anybody can do that. Does that make, you know, if you don't want, you don't want cut, don't play with knives. You don't want to get shark bit, don't swim where sharks are. You know, some of that's just like, duh. Okay, I get that. But God is saying, listen, do you want me more than you want? I mean, do you want to connect with me? Do you want? See, if old things are going to pass away, the only way that's going to happen is I got to get the new thing. I got to get what God has for me, and it's got to change who I am right now. 
When I receive Christ, my old self is going away. That's what's so cool about water baptism. When this tank will be out here in just a few weeks, you know water baptism is just an outward sign of an inward change. Those people that are going down in the water, when they're coming back up, they're saying just like Jesus symbolic when he was in the grave and he rose again, that old garbage, that old crap, those old lies, that old person buried in the water, I'm coming out, I'm busting out new. That's what that's about. Some of you might need to do that just to say, I'm, I'm just declaring I'm new. Old things are passed away. New lifestyle. Condemnation gone. Sins gone. Guilt gone. The enemy will remind you, well, you shouldn't. You can't do that. Look, you know. He'll tell you what you thought. What you, you know, he'll tell you all that. Righteousness covered under the blood. Received by faith. If I had a red cloth, I told Kim and I forgot to remind myself. If I had a red cloth, see, what we do on the outside is we like, we try to work. Oh, God, see, look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. Daddy, I didn't do that. He did, but I didn't. You know, you ever have your kids do that? Well, that wasn't my idea. It was his idea to throw him in the water. <laughs> I just sat here and watched. Uh, so, you know, but what God sees is that covered if I had a red cloth, I'd put it over my hand. And we could say, look what he did wrong. Look what he did wrong. God doesn't see all that. He sees covenant. He sees the blood. And when we act, and it doesn't mean that you can freely sin. Please don't misunderstand me. You have to walk in this. But what God says is, I have covenant with you. You have now a right to receive righteousness by faith so that those things can connect so you can walk in freedom. Without that blood, there is that chasm. The word that says old things pass away, it says there's a new creature. The word creature in the Greek is creation or species of being or new race. So God's going to start a new race of people. We started with his son, Jesus. Jesus came from God. And because you're something that never was before, 2 Corinthians 5.21 says this, for God made Christ, who never sinned, to be offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Jesus took all of your sin and my sin, transferred it from us to him, and transferred from him to us his righteousness. This is the great exchange. He was able to say, listen, I'll take everything you've done wrong, and because I have done nothing wrong, I'm going to apply it to you. He transferred all of that. Now, this is going to help us walk by the kind of faith that God wants us to walk by, and it's going to help you take back what the enemy's stolen from you because he's got you to believe the lie. You can't have any of that stuff because you're not worthy. You've done this. You've done that. And the reason you're not connecting is because you haven't saw yourself as good. Now, I understand. I, you know, you've you got to look at God's perspective. God sees you again. Think about that red cloth. He's not looking at everything you've done wrong. He's looking at what you've done right of made God his covenant with you and through Jesus Christ. That's what he's looking at. That, again, it doesn't give you a license to sin. It doesn't mean that you can do anything you want. It means you still have to walk in God's way. But what it's saying is now you have, kind of, you have legal access to receive everything God has for you by heir of the promise. In Deuteronomy, you have everything. You can be blessed when you're going in and blessed when you're coming out. I want that, don't you? I want to be able to say, you know what? As quick as I can plan it, let me pull it in. Sorry for anybody in the spit row. 
It's only my wife right now. Okay. You see, this is what happens. Now think about this. God wants you to do his work in this world. Jesus, you accepted Christ. He lives in your heart. Guess where he's seated? At the right hand of the Father. Your assignment is to get the kingdom. Get as many people in it. This is, I mean, we ought to have the Mission Impossible music. You guys are all agents. Seriously, God wants to use you. So that's our, God, help me show the kingdom that's in heaven like it should be. You know what I'm saying? So people that hear that don't understand, they're going, how did that happen? Gleese, what's going on? What did that? And I can point to God. This is what God did. This is what God did. How, how did you get that, that money or what happened? He might be saying to you, or how'd you get your job? Or how'd that car come? Or how'd this? God did that. How'd that? Ah, this is what I did. And see, people will be drawn by, they might not understand it, but you need to understand, this is not about getting things, this is about just walking in God's way. I didn't say half of this stuff in first service, but let me just ask, Jehovah Yireh, or Jehovah Jireh means God, he does provision before it's even seen. He, he's provided for it before you know it. Let me ask you this question, and why this comes to me, I don't know. When did God create man? What day? Six. Is that right? He didn't create him on the second day because he'd have drowned. <laughs> now think about it. He did everything first that man would need, and then he said, now I'm going to make me man. Everything you need to connect has been provided for. We have to receive it by faith. We have to know that God has already went before us and said, I got this. Do you receive it? My kids say, Daddy, I want some milk. They just go to the refrigerator and get it. They don't have to beg. They don't have to borrow. They just go get it. See, people think the problem has been faith. I, I must not have faith. I just can't do it. And then the enemy beats you up. The problem has not been faith. It's been righteousness. Because you can't see yourself the way God sees you. You have faith. But you can't activate it because you, you, you're sin conscious. The enemy has got you on this. No, 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 no. This won't work for you. No, 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 no. You've tried that before. Remember? Remember how many times you failed? You were just so lucky that one time or this time. It is just that the enemy wants to get you on sin consciousness. He wants to get you all messed up. Here's point number three. And this is the last point we've got for today. And we'll finish it next week. Faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, 17, but faith is established by righteousness. Faith without works is what? Dead. So when we understand righteousness, I don't have to earn it. I can't work for it. I just receive it like I did faith, and it establishes who I'm with. Because now my heart says, I'm not sinning, because I'm afraid, you know, woo, there's just fear of, whoa. Let me just say, my dad came home every day at 4.30 from work. There's things that I was supposed to do, and I had to, you know, I made sure that I tried to get them done before he got home from work. 
because if I did not, it was not going to be pretty. So there was a fear factor in the fact that I just, oh my, I got to get, I got to, I got to get that done because, oh, and I love my dad. Now my dad is not a, a, you know, dictator or anything like that. I mean, he loves the Lord and calls me every week. I get that. But, you know, as I was growing up, I didn't always understand that. And he wasn't always the way he is now. Okay. What I'm saying is if my heart was right, I wasn't doing it out of fear. I would just do it out of respect and love because that's my father and that's what he asked me to do. So see, there's a different motivation. It's not huh, because he, if, if he wasn't coming home, I'd be like, I ain't doing it. You know what I'm saying? So if you're only doing something because somebody's watching, you're doing it for the, you know? But if your heart is right, and you're saying, you know what, God, I just love you. I just want you. It doesn't matter if anybody's watching because you're watching. And I'm good with that because I receive righteousness, so I will start walking in it. Not because I'm working for it. I've already got it. It's not because of my... It's because of how I was made. He loves you, period. And because he loves you and he gave his son for you, he gave you faith. He also provided righteousness for you. Freedom. So you could make the connection. Sin consciousness always gets us to think we have to feel something before it happens. The parent of all religion is sin consciousness. Well, I need to feel it. I just don't feel it. And remember, if we go back to this, you just play right into the enemy's hands. If you go back to your natural senses, then he's got you. I mean, you literally open the door for him to just take you like a badminton. Boom, boom, boom. And that's what you'll feel like. I'm good. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And you just, you know, I mean, you're bad. Oh, okay, I'm bad. And pretty soon you're just like, ah. And you've just been beat up and you're wore out. And he's like, okay, cool. They can't do anything. He cannot take your salvation away. You'd have to walk away from it. But he can keep you pretty much on not being able to do anything. And then you're no threat. You've got to understand Sin consciousness just takes you back, but you have to understand through Christ, you're a new creature. But Brett, you know, I've had some habits and I, you know, and I I did this again. Okay, give that to God. Believe that, walk that out, get accountability, whatever you got to do, but you can walk through that. Through Christ. Stay in Christ. That's covered. It's when we get out from the umbrella that things start going wrong. See, people got to see. I just want, we got people that come to church just to show their church face. I'm in church. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to declare what's good. It's good to declare I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. That's great. But if you, when you're not in church, that's all you are when you're in church. You got to be miserable. Man, let's, let's be real. Let's just say, God, you know, help me to live how you want me to live in such a way that it just changes who I am. It transforms me. When I'm walking in righteousness, I don't have to feel a thing. Because I'm right with God. It's not about my feelings. It's not about my senses. It's about, Lord, I receive it by faith. 
This is what I need. I believe I receive. Moving on. <laughs> we call it fellowship. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this story, and I'm pretty much going to wind this thing up. If you owe your landlord, let's say you're behind rent three months, you don't want to see your landlord. <laughs> because, you know, this is what he's going to say. Money, 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 money. Money. That's what he's going to say, because he wants money. So you're going to, you know, if you can distract him over there, squirrel, and you can get in your apartment before he sees your, your house, and you don't, cause you don't see him. But let me just say, if you didn't owe him anything and your pipes were leaking, you'd be going, excuse me? Hey, we got a leak over here. But if you owe him something, you don't want to tell him because you still owe him. Is that, is that not the truth? Okay? But when you are in right standing with God, you need to understand the enemy is going to get you to go, you can't go to God. You can't ask God for this. You can't do that. Look what you did. Look at your past. Look at this. Look at that. I'm telling you, Jesus Christ paid for everything that you've ever done wrong. I'm telling you, everything that you ever will do wrong, he's already paid for it. It's paid in full. You can go to him by the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus and, and go say, God, this is what I need. I receive that by faith. Righteousness is mine according to the cross. And when you do that and you understand that, then God says, I hear it. It's done. When we are right with God, we don't have any sense of lack. We don't have any overwhelming fear. Because we're not feeding that natural realm. We're going past that. Righteousness is the nature of God. It's his nature coming real to you, into your life, into your heart. Remember, sin consciousness always has to feel it first because it comes from unrighteousness, which is the opposite of righteousness. It wants to feel it. You see, this is what happens. You want to connect over here. There's times that your body may not feel healed. Okay? But you're declaring that it's healed, calling things that are not. That's in Romans 5. Calling things that are not as though they are. And by his stripes, according to 1 Peter 2.24, you're healed, right? Your body and your back might be saying, oh, no. But we are not going by feelings because feelings are in the natural realm. That's the realm the enemy messes with you. You have to go into the spiritual realm. You're more dimensional than he is. You can go because he got kicked out of there. And you can go get the stuff that God has for you over there and bring it into this realm. I'm saying you can bring that into this realm. And this is what the enemy is doing. I did this in first service, so I'm going to do it again just because. The enemy is playing MC Hammer. Can't touch this. That's what he's doing. He's just trying to. He doesn't want you to know that you can get everything you need has already been provided for over here. He wants you to get con confused. He wants you to get concerned about your past. You're not good enough. He's trying to get you distracted. He doesn't want you to know that if you can get through that and you can. By faith, God put it in you. You can. He doesn't want you to know what I'm telling you. And when you can get over there, grab it and pull it back. You will be amazed. Can I say to you that the waters, when the elders, they never split until they stepped out in it. Do you understand? Moses had to raise his staff for the Red Sea to split. You're going to have to be obedient. You're going to have to go, well, God, I, I can't see it. Again, sin consciousness, unrighteousness has to go by feeling. I have to see it. I have to feel it. But not God. Believing is seeing. 
You don't have to see it to believe it. According to Mark 11, 23 and 24, when we pray, we believe when we pray, not when it shows up. That's going into that other dimension and pulling it back in. That's how it's done. And then you've you got to watch how you speak. John, 1 John 5, 17. All wicked actions are sin. Sin separates us from the Father. If you're separated from God, see, this is what sin consciousness does. This is what unrighteousness does. You just are like, I can never, uh, I can never be right. The things I've done, the things I've thought, the things I've said. Do you think God doesn't know that? He knows every thought you did. He knows everything you've done. And he said, I got you covered. Would you believe me to take that away? If I could get in your heart and you would receive me, you can take my righteousness. And it will change your heart. And this will not be a continual thing. Your heart will transform. And you will come out of there like I am a new creature. I'm going to say this and we're going to close, okay? Many of you have children. I don't want my children to go through what I did. I don't want my children to deal with that. Start today. Break those things today. Let them see a changed daddy. Let them see. And you're, well, they won't believe it. In time they will. But again, you're not worried about that because you're changed. You're not, you're not putting on. I want to make that clear. You're not putting on. This isn't like putting this coat like a costume on. <laughs> now I'm going to be. No, this is who you are now. Because the old is dead. The new has come. And you might make mistakes along the way. There's times I've had to call a family meeting. And the kids are like, oh, dear Lord, no, not a family meeting. And they come in there. And sometimes it's just, I just wanted to tell you guys I'm sorry. And they're like, what? Daddy didn't do this right. I just missed it. And I need you to forgive me. And they're like, you know what I love about kids? Dad, it's okay. Come here. <laughs> you know, they're almost like, oh, I did, it's, you're good. Jesus just wants you to say, listen, just get honest with him. Some of you need to make that connection. The only reason you... You haven't seen things is because you don't think you can do them because you don't think you're good enough. This morning, God wants me to tell you. You're good enough. And I'll tell you why. Because he is in you. It is not really your good. It's his good in you. And that's what you rest on. And when you rest on that. Remember, faith is servant to the believer. Let your faith go get it and bring it back to you. And you rest on what Christ did on the cross. Let him change your heart and you'll never be the same. How many believe that today? We're going to finish it next week. Would you bow your head and close your eyes, please?